0: You are reading this edition of my occasional series, First Person Second Draft, on exactly the 40th anniversary of Nelly Tragedy, and that's when you are watching this video as well. Just about three months after the Nelly Tragedy, we are taking the story forward. Just about three months after the Nelly Tragedy, exactly 40 years ago, on 18 February 1983, evidence emerged that an officer of the Assam police had indeed sent out a specific written warning that armed mobs of Lalung tribals were gathering around Muslim villages in Delhi. Here is the message, later published on the cover of India Today issue, dated 15 May 1983, read in all capitals, which is often the language of police wireless. And as I speak, on your screens, you will see the message as it came out. Information received that last night, L slash night, that's police language, wireless language last night, About 1,000 assumees of surrounding villages of Nellie with deadly weapons assembled at Nellie by beating of drums, stop. Minority peoples are in panic and apprehending attack any moment, stop. Submission for immediate action to maintain peace, stop. As you can see, the message was dated 15 February 1983, a neat three days before the killings. The warning that could have saved 3,000 lives had been fully ignored. At so many levels, there wasn't even an acknowledgement to him, the officer who sent this message. It was written, this message was written by Zahiruddin Ahmed, Station House Officer or SHO or Officer Commanding of Nagong Police Station. In fact, in Assam, they say OC, Officer Commanding. Uh, commanding. Many other parts of the country, we, we are used to saying SHO or Station House Officer. This message had, had been sent to a lot of senior including the Commandant of 5th Battalion of Assam Mount Police that, that was headquartered just 10 kilometers from Nellie, also the police station of Jagi Road under which Nelly then fell, etc., etc., and a lot of senior seniors and stations around Nelly. As you would expect, this was the first communication to go behind the strictest secrecy as the cover-up began. This was a smoking gun and had to be somehow found. How we came to know of its existence and then found it is the story I am telling you now. We are also doing something journalists rarely do. Reveal the identity of a source even, even after decades have passed. Remember, even Mark felt the deep throat as he was called in Bob Woodward and Carl Bernstein's Watergate investigations was outed when enough time had passed. In this case, 38 years have passed since the person passed away. And I have the concurrence of Arun Shori to reveal this. This smoking gun was found as part of an investigation that Arun Shori had led at India today. I was in transit from Indian Express at that point, And I was also busy writing my book, Assam, Valley Divided. This is how the story unfolds. In mid-April or maybe early April, Arun Shori called to ask if I'd be willing to get involved in an investigation he was planning in order to fix accountability for this bloody fortnight in Assam that February. There was going to be no compensation, no payment, not even a byline, just a labour of love. Although gracious and generous that he is, he did acknowledge my contribution, that of some other colleagues in Delhi including Kumi Kapoor in the introduction of his article. The three weeks spent in Assam, mostly Guwahati, working with him were a big lesson on how important it is for investigative journalists to understand the processes of our government system, which he was a master of. If something happened in one place someone somewhere must have recorded it in such and such place too to cover his backside if nothing else soon enough we began vacuuming out wireless messages secret notes intelligence appraisals all the things a desperate system was covering up most of these feature in his india Today story that you can read in the link that i'll be sharing with you with the description of this video we spent days in fact mostly nights speaking with top officials of the state administration, police and intelligence agencies. Arun Shouri brilliantly played one emotion. And that emotion was, remember, lots of people have died. One day there will be a reckoning. Somebody will be blamed. It could be you. That worked. We had heard from sources that there was some wireless message with a specific warning of Nelly. But we didn't know what it was, who it came from and who had it now. Shawari's skill gave us a break. The Assam Police Special Branch was then headed by Samarendra Kumar Das, an IPS officer popularly known as Samar Das. He was an IPS officer of the 1955 batch. He was hated by the Assam movement leaders who saw him as the government's biggest loyalist. He was, after all, the head of the Special Branch and a professional cop. Why? Why don't we go to him? And why don't we work on him? Arun Shawari suggested. I thought it was nuts. If he had this secret, would he reveal his own secret to us? Samar Das, as he was called, took pride in being a sterling interrogator. But he wilted under Arun Shohri's persistent, and I quote, But who was the head of intelligence, Mr. Das? You will be blamed. The fear of becoming the fall guy became so strong that one night, he blurted out the truth. We sent the warning, he said. Nobody bothered. We sent the warning. I have the evidence. Yes, there is a wireless, he said. Officer commanding of Naogong sent it out, he said. Now we asked, pleaded, even begged him to give us a copy. He said he do no such thing, he was an IPS officer. How could he give us such a secret? He had told us something, but he wasn't going to give us a document. But finally, he told us where we could find it. So he showed us the way. The OC or SHO of Naogong police station, Zahiruddin Naimadi said, had a copy. He was deeply upset, that is, Ahmed, he was deeply upset and angry, he said, and he had turned to piety. Das passed away in 1985, 38 years ago, and it's the first time we are mentioning his name as someone who pointed us to that vital wireless. It was for me now to find this wireless from Naugong Police Station. Then we switch now to 2014. Remember, this series is called First Person Second Draft. So there has to be a second draft aspect to it. In the 2014 general election, I was travelling across Assam to write one more in my other occasional series, Writings on the Wall. I thought also I'll make a stop at Nelly as well. Why not? Samudragupta Kashyap, then the Indian Express correspondent there, reminded me of what the Assamese think of visiting reporters when we stop at Nelly. The usual journalistic pilgrimage. I knew the joke was on me, but for me, it was a different kind of pilgrimage. Because I had memories to check out find some places people find some references time place people etc etc that evening in the april of 1983 the day after that conversation at samardas's home i had driven to i had driven to Naugong. it was dark by the time i reached the police station the oc zahiruddin Ahmed, was not there but somebody confirmed what Das had told us that he had recently turned very religious and quiet he had done nothing wrong. He was not to blame for anything. If anything, he had sent out a warning well in time and that had been ignored. Yet, he felt the guilt of failing to prevent, of failing to prevent the terrible massacre and was probably, other policemen told us, he was probably in the nearby mosque where he spent most of his time. I, I walked there to the mosque. It wasn't very far from the police station, very close in fact. I walked there and found a lone, bearded, maulana-like figure hunched in prayer. I I sat next to him, waiting. Once I caught his eye, I told him the purpose of my visit. I am not sure whether he already had tears in his eyes or if my presence made him cry, my presence and taking him back to what had happened in February. He said, son, I would never betray police secret. But you have asked me in a masjid. And somebody must be punished for the death of 3,500 Muslims, which could have been prevented. So come with me. He walked me back to the police station and opened that logbook. Remember, this was 1983. There were no photocopiers in Nogong, And in any case, who would let you take the logbook out of a police station? So I exposed two full films in my Minolta with an ordinary lens, while he had the logbook open in one hand and the wire holding it, Tiny light bulb in flickering low-voltage light in the quivering other because his hand was quivering. In In fact, even on the logbook, he wasn't holding it in his hand. He had his elbow down to keep it open. It is that facsimile that was published on the cover of India Today with Arun Arunshwari's story. OC Ahmed passed away nearly two decades ago. His son, I was told, teaches at a college. This was a story of heroism, not betrayal. It must be told. At Nelly, I found Muhammad Nur Islam, 59 in 2014, the Malvi of a new mosque, who talked to me about watching his mother getting killed in Ali Singha in the same ten village cluster, the same ill-fated ten village cluster. But his is also a story of resilience and revival. Two of his six children I found worked in Chennai and Kerala respectively. His oldest daughter was pursuing post graduation in Islamic studies in Shimoga in Karnataka the other children were all studying with two of his other daughters doing science at a junior college. What happened in 1983, he said, was politics. He speaks Assamese, but is originally Bengali, from Maimon Singhya ancestry in Bangladesh, which has been reviled and stereotyped for nearly a century for its alleged land hunger and illegal migration. And I quote here, Wheresoever the kakas, there the vultures will be gathered. Whither there is vacant land, thither goes the Maimon Singhya. This was written by who? This was written by C.S. Mullen, the British Census Chief, in 1931. It became an inspiration for the anti-foreigner movement in Assam. Today, the same Maimon singhias at Nelly have rebuilt their lives and their children are definitely doing better than those of the Lalung tribals across the highway, across the new highway. Who came that day with swords and spears and carried out a pogrom without comparison before or after and for which remember nobody nobody has yet been punished